Hey guys, Ransom Notes Nation, how are you guys doing? This is our second podcast, and uh, the first podcast received some pretty good reviews, so I guess we'll continue to do these. Uh, Thank you for all those who listened. Um, As a first-time podcast producer, I guess, um, it's it's always fun to kind of see what is going to take place in your podcast as far as throughout the week when I'm planning these podcasts. And so um, I had a conversation with, uh, with Trip, and uh, it got me thinking. And so this, this podcast, we're going to talk about a question that um, I may or may not be able to answer for you, but I think that the, the basis of this podcast is really going to give you a, a good, clear insight to uh, some questions you may have about what you're doing with your life and so um, this podcast is called why are you here and I want you to think about that question for just a second why are you here why are you here right now why are you listening to this podcast Uh, why why do you do what you do rather than what you want to do Um, meaning why do you want to go to a job that you hate nine to five every day and some of you are going to argue and say skip it's I don't have a choice I have bills to pay and I can agree to that at some points. You know, yeah, you've got bills to pay. You've got a job. You have to provide for your family. I get that. But what about the other hours of your day or the minutes of your day? You know, we spend about 60 to 40% of our time working. And if you're spending 60% of your life working for somebody else to achieve their dreams, I got news for you. You're not going to get where you want to go. And... That's a question I think that a lot of people struggle with. That's a that's a point in everyone's life, I think, that they get to a certain place and they're like, what am I doing here, you know? Well, why does God say that you're here? What does God say about you being here? Uh, just a little bit of facts on, on life itself. Each and every single person put on this earth had a 400 trillion to one odds of making it out of the womb and even less of an opportunity to make it to their first birthday. So think about that for just a minute. 400 trillion to one were the, were the odds for you to make it to, to earth and to, to grow up past your first birthday and to become a toddler and a child and a teenager and a young adult um, or an adult uh, or a grandma or grandpa. Uh, or wherever you might be in your life right now. But why does God say you're here? Well, in John 15, 16, Jesus says, You did not choose me, for I chose you. And I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and should abide. So that wherever, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Now, I'm going to paraphrase that a little bit, but that scripture is John 15, 16. All right? So he says, at this point, he's, he's speaking, um, I do believe, to one of his disciples. And he says to him, why did you choose, why did, why did I choose you, Jesus? Why, why should I choose you? And Jesus replies to him, you did not choose me. I chose you, and I appointed you, so that wherever you go, you should bear fruit and abide, so that whatever you ask of the Father, He shall give to you in my name. And that's pretty important. 
to think about just that first section of that scripture. We don't choose Jesus, okay? Jesus chooses us. He chooses us as an individual. He chooses us as a soul. And he puts in our soul, he puts in our individual a destiny, a certain predestined, predetermined choice for your life that Jesus has made. It's a divine choice that there is, you can fight, you can struggle, you can, you can back up, you can tug on that rope all you want. But the fact of the matter is, God has made a plan for you before you were even put on earth. He says that as well. He says, while you were in the womb, I knew you. While you were being created, I knew you. And a lot of people, I know for me, I, I just kind of got uh, some education on this, but it seems weird to think about Jesus being a grown man in heaven before he was a child born on earth of the Virgin Mary. Because all we know throughout history growing up, or at least the majority of what we're taught, is he's a baby, he's born, he lives to be 33 years old, he's crucified and died on the cross for all of our sins, right? That's the Reader's Digest version of Jesus' life. But uh, the, the truth of the matter is, is that he was a part of creating you. And so he is sent to earth to save us from ourselves, really, to save us from sin. And and to give us the freedom of everlasting life in heaven, which is all well and good. But when God says, you did not choose me, I chose you, those words are so powerful. They are so powerful. If you take those words and you put them into context, I chose you, which means it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks you should be doing. It doesn't matter what your friends are doing. It doesn't matter what your family thinks you should be doing. It only matters what Jesus says you should be doing all right so if you're talented at riding bulls then you should ride bulls but you should use that platform to speak the word of god and to spread the word of god to the nation if you're good at powerlifting, like i've got a cousin she's an awesome athlete she's ridiculous she uses her platform for so much good and she didn't even discover that that was her deal until i think two years ago Okay, so no matter where you're at in life, God meets you where you are. He doesn't just assume that you're going to show up one day with all your stuff in a row and, all right, God, I'm ready to roll now. That's not the way he works. Um, he, he meets you where you are. He chooses you. All right, so keep that in mind. I don't care what anybody else in your life is doing. He chooses you. Okay, in John 6, 3, 7, he says this, All that the Father gives me will come. I will never cast out. Okay, I'll read, I'll read that again. All that the Father gives me will come, and I will never cast it out. Okay, that's important. It's important to understand because sometimes we allow people in our lives, and we allow them to stay longer than they should. We allow them to take advantage longer than they should. We allow them to dictate what we should be doing. And as I said before, God chose you, okay? God did not choose these people to choose for you. He chose you. And if you rest in that, uh, you won't have to ever worry about the wrong people leaving your life because God will remove them. You don't have to worry about the right people staying in your life because God will make sure that they, that they stay there. All right, stop chasing people. Stop chasing ideas. Stop chasing somebody else's dream. Okay, let them come. 
Stop chasing emotions and start keeping the ones that are in your soul. Okay? God put three things in every single human being. Faith, hope, and love. And out of those three, the one thing that will remain at the end of the day is love. So love yourself. Love where you're at in your process. Love the struggle. Embrace the suck. Understand that just because you're eating on paper plates and plastic silverware doesn't mean that you're struggling and you're never going to make it. Okay? There is a season and there is a reason for that season. And right now you may be in the struggle season. You may be in the season of uh, falling apart and relationships ending and you know your job not going so well and your horse not running well and your bull ropes uh, breaking on you and your spurs are falling apart and your truck's breaking down. You may be in that season, but understand that the blessing that's coming after that season is, is a blessing that without that prior struggle you would not understand and you would not comprehend the blessing and the amount of love that God is showing you, the amount of grace that God's going to show you. All right, so those are two important things I wanted to kind of touch on. God chose you. Jesus says, I chose you. You did not choose me. And he also says, whatever you ask for, the Father will give you. Okay? Here's another thing that I want to, that I want to touch on. I want to touch on this as well. This is important. And then I'll get to the meat of the podcast. But For those whom he foreknew, for those that he knew in spirit, right? So God knows everybody. God has created all of us in the image of him, which means that to him we are perfect. Yeah, we make mistakes. Yeah, we sin. Yeah, we we go against his word. Yeah, we don't always follow the Ten Commandments. We drink, we cuss, we fight, we spit, we yell, we holler. But at the end of the day, if you have surrendered your soul to Jesus, he says this, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. For those that he knew, he also predestined. Okay, so I mentioned that in the beginning. He already knows where you're going to be. Stop trying to drive the bus, y'all. Stop trying to drive the bus, okay? I'm going to break this down for you in layman's terms. Kind of the way that I told Tripp. You need to stop thinking and stop living and stop doing what everybody else is doing. Because you're never going to be able to get to that predestined, predetermined, beautiful blessing in your life if you don't start living for Jesus and stop living for the people that are around you. I'm not saying you shouldn't serve the people that are around you and love your family and take care of your family and be attentive and be there with your your immediate people. What I'm telling you is, is that if you've got a friend who's really successful, right? You've got a friend that's winning everywhere they go. You know, their horse is running great. They never have a problem. You know, the list goes on and on. Here's the thing. If you're trying to compete with them on that level, you will never, ever catch up. All right? You never know what other people are going through, too. They may be trying to compete with you. They may think the same thing about you. Right? And then they're in this constant struggle with their self. But you need to start living for you. You are a bad dude or lady, okay? Get that, get that in your soul. God has made you perfect, and you're awesome, and you're great. And you can do anything that you put your mind to. And you can dang sure do anything that God puts your mind to. All right? Sometimes you're not going to hear, most times, you're not going to hear the audible voice of God saying, Yep, this is where you're supposed to be. 
Like that's the gift and that's the glory and that's the awesomeness of free will is that we don't have that option of always hearing the audible voice of God. But what you can hear is God in your decisions. You can hear Him in your actions. You can hear Him in the way that you do things every single day. Alright, you have a choice to make every day when you get up. You got a choice to make when you buy food. You got a choice to make when you put gas in your car. You have choices all day long. But I want you to understand that you, Y-O-U, all caps, Y-O-U, were chosen by Jesus. And He predestined you to be great. So stop worrying about the negative. Stop worrying about why everybody else is so much further ahead. Stop worrying about the car that you drive and not being nice enough. Don't worry about your house not being picked up or nice enough. If you wake up every day and you are chasing the predestined, predetermined, beautiful blessing that God has put in your life, then you are fine. You are doing the right thing. You are in the right place. Understand that for 28 years, I have lived in a constant peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, struggle and success life cycle. And just recently, this last year, things have turned around. They literally have made a 180 degree turnaround. They're, my, my life is not perfect by any means, but I have not had time to complain much. Uh, Ransom Notes has been great. My, my actual regular job is, is, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, I love my job. I really do. I like taking, you know, dirt and turning it into a beautiful uh, landscape, and that's what I get to do every day. And it took me a minute to kind of find my balance, you know, and find out where I fit, and I love announcing rodeos. And it took a lot of struggle and a lot of skinned up knees and a lot of hitting my head against the wall for me to get to that point. So don't give up. Don't give in, don't go down without a fight, and, and just understand that God says in Jesus 15, 16, I chose you. You did not choose me, I chose you. And whatever that you ask of my Father, He shall give it to you. And for those that He foreknew, He also predestined. Alright, so go be great. Go be blessed. Go be graceful. Go be loving. Go be hopeful. Go be faithful, but never stop living for Christ and never stop doing what you're supposed to be doing for God, no matter what the outside world says, no matter what people say. Do not let things dictate your success. Do not let people dictate your success. You and God dictate your success. Alrighty, don't forget that. Guys, this has been a great time for me. Um, my name is Skip Ransom. I'll see you next week. This has been another episode of Skip Sessions.